The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. First and foremost, we're also going to be talking about something in a similar parish, but a little more severe. This isn't antisocial. This is actually criminal behaviour. It's theft. The theft of bicycles, to be precise. Dermot Lacey is a Dublin City councillor with the Labour Party. Dermot, what happened to you? Well, my bike was stolen last night as I came out, when I came out of the City Council meeting at about 20 to 10 to go on my late night travel home on my bike. Uh, I discovered my bike was no longer there. And speaking with a, a, a tourist who was there in very broken English, she said to me that several bikes had been stolen uh, from the uh, bike racks outside City Hall. So needless to say, I wasn't in great humour when I saw that happening. Um, are these bike racks outside City Hall, I mean, are, are they well lit? Is it a busy area? Or is there CCTV? <laughs> well, it, it's directly opposite, or nearly directly opposite the Olympia Theatre. It's very well lit up uh, beside City Hall. Um, there's a lot of people sort of moving around the area. Uh, the guards told me last night when I reported it that they think there is CCTV there. Uh, but my own guess, to be honest with you, is that, you know, whoever stole the bike will be well covered up, will be indistinguishable from the next person. And sadly, the bike, probably along with the others, is in some container somewhere already traveling outside the country. I mean, I'd love to get it back, uh, but my hopes would be fairly dashed, to be honest with you. Is this the first bike you've had stolen? No, in fact, I had I had, I had an e-bike stolen from the other side of City Hall about 15 years ago. I was trying to remember roughly when it, when it was. Uh, and I suppose in those days, the bike had a certain attraction because it was they were very uh, new. Sorry, it must be about 20 years ago. They were very new. I was one of the first people to have an e-bike in Ireland. They're now much more common, and um, they're you know I, I thought the bike was perfectly safe. There was a good lock on us. I'd parked it there lots of times before. I've left it parked it in town lots of times, and I'm just you know annoyed that it, it happened. And but you know a thought struck me this morning. I, I'm lucky in some ways. You know I, I'm older, and you know my bike is insured, and hopefully I'll get at least some of the cost of it back. I don't expect to get all of it back. Can you imagine if you were a young, say, perhaps apprentice, commie chef or something, or commie waiter or something, and you're living in an apartment, you know, way outside the city because you can't afford to have, a, have one in the city, your bike is your only way into work. And, you know, that opportunity to go to work for that young worker uh, has been stolen from them, not mm. just the bike. So these sort of things have a much more profound impact than I think people understand. And I noticed your, your in, in introduction in relation to ASBOs. I actually don't think ASBOs work. I think ASBOs can become a sort of a badge of honour in, in, in with some people. But I think we need to find a way to seriously tackle low-level crime because low-level crime, if young people, and I've worked with young people all my life, if young people feel that the court system is a joke, and I think a lot of people do, uh, that they get sort of, you know, they they get told off with no real penalty and they get yeah. told off no real penalty, they will become to have less and less respect for the courts. That leads them into higher level crime and that's what's really bad for society. I, so, you I, know... I, and and the, sorry to go across you, do, do, do you think though, like... Uh, as a society, we're a little too tolerant. And I'm not just talking about the courts, I'm talking about all of us, that there's a kind of an attitude, as you had a bike stolen, sure, I guess that's just the reality of cycling into Dublin. Look, I, I think we, we are a bit. Look, this is a far, far bigger issue. I mean, the, 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 you know, the 11 billion budget last year, for last week, for example, gave a 1.5% of an increase to, to voluntary youth work. So, you know, there, there's lots of areas in this debate that we need to do. We need to support people who work with young people, who bring young people forward, who give young people a break. 
But nevertheless, as a human being, <laughs> I'm annoyed that my bike was stolen last night and I will be without it for the next, you know, I don't know how long it'll, I'll have to see about buying a new one at some stage. But I don't have, I mean, I'm not pleading, you know, poverty, but I, I don't have the money to go out there and buy a new bike uh, now. Uh, and that is going to cause me just difficulties in terms of how I work, where I get, a, get about. But again, I say I can get over that. Uh, there would be some people who would have much greater difficulties uh, in sort of getting their sort of their life back in order after something like that was stolen, and I think we do need to start dealing with low level crime to stop it becoming high level crime. Uh, let, let me introduce Connor McGrain, who's a GP and a keen cyclist as well. Uh, Connor, I understand you've had similar experiences to Dermot, is that right? Yeah, I mean, I've been cycling in and around Dublin and Belfast for a few years since the late, since the mid 1980s, and um, I've had a few bikes stolen over the years. Um, it's also, it's. I mean, I was canvassing my cycling club this morning that, and um, almost everyone has had the, the same experience at some point. Um, so it's, it's, it's really, really common. And it's, it's almost, in, in, in an Irish context, and if you're cycling in Dublin, it's almost inevitable that a bike is going to be stolen at some point, um, which is disappointing. Um and and I suppose that kind of speaks to that attitude that a lot of us have that I don't say we shrug it off, but, you know, we, we almost accept that as a reality and that maybe that that prevents us taking it more seriously. What is a criminal act? I've had two bikes stolen uh, in Dublin. I don't live in Dublin anymore, but when I was living in Dublin, I had two bikes stolen. And like that, I guess I did kind of shrug it off and think, ah, oh, well, it was going to happen sooner or later. Yeah, I mean, I know um, a lot of the... Uh Cyclists who commute into Dublin will not do it on a bike that's worth more than a one or two hundred euros. They'll they'll have an old bike that's in bits, and that they make look as unattractive as possible, and that's what they'll use to to cycle in and out of Dublin. And they, if they take a half decent bike in, they will not leave it outside. They won't lock it outside. They make sure it's inside a building somewhere and locked it to a radiator or to um, something inside. And um, it's, it is. It is. It's almost an acceptance that's going to happen. Mm. Um, the, the, it's quite difficult. So you, you do see people in broad daylight um, using angle grinders to cut through locks in the in the streets. And I suppose in terms of prevention, that's one thing. It would be if there are more visible um, deterrents, like um, that, that might help. Um, yeah. What else it, might help? I wonder by way of deterrence. Deterrence. Well. As Dermot said, I don't think Asbos and things are the answer because they're not going to um, really have much of an effect. Um, having secure bike parks and bike um, rooms are, are one way of doing it and that's something that would be a good deterrent to use and make it as difficult as possible to get at the bikes. Having CCTV covering these areas or um, in a bigger organisation um, having it as part of a car park with an attendant there mm. would keep it on having serial numbers recorded um, there are um, iPods or little eye trackers you can put on a bike so you can, you can track them um, and I suppose the other thing that we really have to be conscious of and it affects all of us is to make sure we don't buy stolen goods because um, these bikes are largely stolen um, to sell on to people yeah, well, it's funny because I remember having a bike stolen and saying it to the guards and they directing me to a facility in Dublin that was selling bikes and said, you're probably going to find it down there. A few people, not personally, but a few people I know have seen their bikes appear up on 
name the advertising sites and there's a couple of open markets that you, people know that you can go to. Mm. Um, you, you might see a bike there. Um, there's a bit of an urban legend which may or might be true that they'll take they'll steal the bikes down here and sell them up in Belfast and they'll steal the bikes up in Belfast and sell them down in Dublin. Um, and I, I've, I've certainly been offered bikes at some of these markets that you know are a fraction of what they yeah. cost. And Dermot is still with us, Dermot Lacey. Dermot, I mean, is there a way of dealing with that second-hand market for bikes where a lot of these stolen bikes end up you know, without stopping people legitimately just flogging an old bicycle? No, I think we need to keep an eye on on the various um, websites that sell for second-hand bikes and so forth. Uh, that's the first point the taxi driver said to me on the way home last night, that he's seen uh, bikes that he knows were stolen up there. Uh, I think the other thing we need to do is, is create more safe parking spaces in the city. And that's not something I've just been saying today. Uh, I've had proposals down at city council level for a number of months now uh, that we should t- try out more of these bike bunkers uh, on existing car parking spaces, they can hold eight or nine bikes. It's, it's about making it difficult for the thieves to sell or to steal. I suppose to a certain extent last night, as I understand it, uh, young kids, and I'm told they were young children, came along with an angle grinder and very swiftly cut the locks on the bikes on the um, bicycle stands. If they had to go into a bike bunker that was cut where I had a key to get in as a bicycle uh, cyclist, uh, it would make it more difficult. So we just need to make places more safe places for bicycles, bicycle parking, light up areas better. The old thing, we do need more guard on the beach, and I know the guards say they have enough and that it's more important to do other jobs, but I think seeing a guard walking along the street is an impediment to people committing crimes, and I think okay. we need to have more of that. Uh, Dermot Lacey, Labour Party Dublin City Councillor, Conor McGrain, GP and cyclist, thank you both very much for joining me. Mick says it's not just bikes, unfortunately. Tools from the van stolen Friday night, €1,000, new van door, €2,000 and two days off work costing me another €1,000, four grand in totally damage to the pocket. Mick, thanks for the text. 53106, the number. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.